Hey, 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 children. This is Red Summer. And this is Anifa Walida. And we are your gay aunties. How y'all been? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're glad to All be right. back with you. <laughs> Well, I know you've been good. You've been chilling in Mexico or you've been traveling the world these past couple weeks. Yes. I'm just like, we had the best massage I've ever had in my entire life today. And Mm. I'm just like, like trying not to ask the people, can I just bring them home with me? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, that's so rude. (laughs) But I just need this massage again. And I just don't want to have to come all the way back to Mexico to get it. This is wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Like one side of of our sweet faces the ocean. The other side is the jungle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, and it's just y'all, right? Y'all don't have the kids. None of the kids with y'all, right? Just us. Yeah. But you was also in London too, right? With your yeah, daughter. Yeah, I took my yeah. daughter last week to London um, so she could try to make some connections on the music tip and mm-hmm. meet some people. So she got to perform a little bit and that was great. Did she perform really in London? Um, she did like some, um, like, what is it like? Not open mics, but like those kind of level shows. So okay. kind of getting her name out and meeting um, DJs and stuff out there so she can make some connections. All right. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm talking about. Okay. Well, we took a week off um, because why the fuck not? And (laughs) (laughs) get to take vacations. (laughs) Exactly. Well, at least one do. I'm really overdue. You know, when I take my vacation, y'all might not see me for a couple of weeks. But, um, (laughs) but, um, we, you did come home. Well, you're not home yet, but, um, while you were gone, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we got a letter. We got a letter from children. Okay. Yes, we did. And um, and she's asking not to use her name. Cool. Uh, so give me a girl's name real quick. Um, Shelly. Shelly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have a good friend whose uh, name is Shelly. Anyway, all right. But Shelly. Shelly, all right. All right. Shelly says the following or writes the following. Hey, aunties, I need some advice or closure. I've been with my girlfriend for three months now. The point is I'm very attracted to her, but she is more feminine looking than what I naturally am attracted to. I don't even want to call it a preference because I certainly don't consider it a deal breaker. When I saw her the first time, it was on a lesbian dating app, and I can remember looking at her pictures, thinking she's exactly my type, but then being disappointed to see her in a dress on that one picture. I didn't like, quote unquote, her on the app because of that. We met again. mm -hmm, Yeah. mm, (laughs) We met again later. Uh-huh. Things, things evolved into this relationship that we're in now. The other woman I've dated, um, the other women I've dated in the past are studs, and I'm not used to this versatility in terms of how my partner looks. When we started talking, we did discuss each other's preferences and what we liked in women. I told her I, told her I was mostly attracted to masculine-looking women. Studs were and are still my type. Um, she considers herself to be a stem, and I am more. Them. 
She does like to wear a dress from time to time. And I know she's the same and that's only a way to dress. Um, But um, we talked about her versatility. And although she is very confident, she has mentioned that she knew she wasn't my type. It made me sad she felt this way. I'm very, I'm really attracted to her a lot and our chemistry is effortless and easy. She challenges me and in her ways, she shapes me and and reassures me. I guess it's just that I'm wondering if this selfish, is this selfish of me to be turned off for these few times she likes to wear dresses and heels and wear lipstick? I know all these labels, femme, stud, feminine, masculine, ideas are so overrated. Maybe I haven't trained my mind well enough to be able to see past that. I wonder if this is something other people can relate to. I feel embarrassed and shallow for thinking about all this because I do truly love her and she is everything I want and need. It doesn't change the way I feel about her, but it is something I do think about sometimes. Thanks for reading, Shelly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow okay there's a lot to unpack there girl yeah because my first question is mm, oh I hate to just jump right into it but I mean we ain't got that much time are you gay like <laughs> like what? really that's your question that's the first thing that came to my mind like do and and I say that as the blunt way to put it, but the the unpacking of it is like, is your preference for masculine looking women because you want to mirror heterosexual relationships so much to kind of get around feelings of being gay, right? <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna jump in right now. I was gonna okay. give you a comment, and I got, I got, I got to speak to that. Okay, because I wanna, I want, I, you know, um, I did not question whether she was gay or not. Actually, I kind of had a little bit of an affinity with her. All right, I have a couple of aspects, or I have I a couple. I have some, upset with the girl being a girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't remind. I think she's. Me she, I think. I, I, I don't think she's upset. I think she's unnerved or a bit uncomfortable with her public expression. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get that because I'm kind of the same way. Um, yeah, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> but I mean, I, but I, <laughs> I consider myself a very fluid uh, person in general, but publicly I am definitely uh, masculine presenting mm-hmm. and I am thoroughly and clearly and unquestionably attracted to the feminine, Mm -hmm. anything feminine, (laughs) you know, um, but women. (laughs) So I, I, I've always been attracted to it. Um, like I can find another book attractive, like, Oh, I ain't gonna say the bitch is ugly, Mm -hmm. but I'm not attracted to her. I enjoy publicly rolling up into the crib, up, up into the spot and I got the bad bitch on my arm. And it's not a shallow thing. It's, it's just kind of what kind of complements how I see myself. Maybe you can say, you know, this is me being raised in a, you know, a heterosexist world, yada, yada, boom, boom, bang. I know what floats my motherfucking boat. So I just want, regardless of where people can speculate where that comes from, which I think you should not do. <laughs> but um, I just want to honor before we question her sexuality. I want to honor 
something that's really real. I think for a lot of people, you're attracted to who you're attracted to, period. What she has to begin to deal with is um, she says the girl is giving her a lot of what she needs. I mean, so she, she, actually, she says sometimes she says she, she she's not everything, but then sometimes she is everything. So mm-hmm. she may be struggling on how to stay connected with this um, woman despite the times that she wears heels and it just totally rubs against a sensibility in her because I think it rubs against your own sense of identity. So you know let what me I mean? ask you this real quick. Yeah. So like I've been around like my, I don't know, like fourth or fifth or I don't know, my early like girlfriend played football, mm-hmm. right? Like tackling uh-huh. football, full Dang. contact, like football. And a couple of the girls on the team, although a lot of them were, uh, were masculine identified. There were some girls on the team, one who were straight, you know what I'm saying, which a lot of people didn't believe, but also who were very feminine, like in their regular life. But for these instances, for football, they, you know, studded up for the lack of a better term, you know, so, <laughs> the sports, right? Because they're out there, they're about to get knocked down, or they're about to knock somebody down, like they're getting in there. Getting in game mode. Yeah. And so even though sister's beautiful, she's feminine, like I had, it was one girl that I knew, like she would keep lip gloss in her cleats. Right. <laughs> and in between, like she would reapply, right? Are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm absolutely serious. And especially when they had boobs, it'd be all kind of stuff in their pads, right? <laughs> <laughs> what it turn you off to see this woman that you love, that you just like, oh my gosh, she's so many things that I enjoy in game mode. Mm-hmm. And then she flipped the script when the game over. Yeah. Um, again, I want to <laughs> honor <laughs> that identity is not just how you see yourself, but also who you see yourself with. And that's not just even someone's gender expression. That's, you know, the shit they like, how they do in the world, how they move in the world. You know, like I, I'm, like for me personally, I need... I can't be with a woman that's not secure in her body and her skin. And it's very clear when you're not, you know what I mean? I, I like women that speak or that they that know how to command space. You know what I mean? Um, and if I, you know, um, no, nah, it's not, it's not TMI. Here's and here's the twist. I'm attracted to very, very feminine women, but the icing on the cake for me is if she has an aggressive side to her privately. Yeah. Privately. <laughs> I want to. I want to. I want to highlight that uh-huh. you know, and that you know, it gets it can get really complicated how you how you interact with your partner um, in your own personal space, and then how you are um, outside, and that can be two different things. And it's not like it's forced or fake. It just is. We I think we shift in different modes depending on where we are and what makes us feel comfortable in the world. And there is no single note that you got to stay on inside, outside, in the, in the air, underground, whatever. You know what I mean? And I think that is something, just back to the, to, to Shelly, um, you know, trying to, this whole idea of versatility, well, your partner is versatile in a sense that it seems like sometimes she feels like she identifies with putting on, putting on heels makes her feel good. 
right? Or when she does put on heels, it makes her feel good. When she puts a lipstick on, all that, there's something in that that makes her feel good in that moment. She doesn't do it all the time, but at times she does it. Mm -hmm. Now, the issue that you have to deal with, Shelly, is um, it's one thing when I, like, when I dress up, I'm feeling good. But I also want my partner to say, damn, babe, you look good. You know what I mean? And if you're not able, so she's most, if you're not able to naturally and comfortably affirm her when she is feeling herself, she's going to peep that. She's going to, she's going to, I mean, you know, we're not stupid. (laughs) And that is something that you either have to address with yourself in her um, because don't think that she don't see that you're a little bit off with when she puts on because she I'm sure she peeps that and that's going to start to affect well you said it already did you know yeah. made me feel sad because you couldn't give her that affirmation that that she wanted or that that matched her own affirmation of herself yeah and I you know I, I'm reflecting now I hope you know Shelly that you're not offended by the way that the question came up for me but I don't want to negate that there are so many types of sexuality Right. Mm -hmm. And so that there are a lot of times that women are in relationship with people um, and it kind of challenges where they are in the spectrum. Right. So maybe, you know, my affinity um, for the masculine is attached to some other things. And it really comes up because so many times when people aren't um, aware enough of where they are in the spectrum, then they use these lines, you know, these guidelines as almost uh, prison bars, right? (laughs) So like, if you were real stood, then you would never blah, 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 blah. Right? Yeah, never is a word that should not be used ever in life. Absolutely. (laughs) Because a lot of those um, lines are put up and just to be honest, a lot of that stuff is, is, attached a lot of times to toxic masculinity right Mm, (laughs) because mm -hmm. real men can't do a whole lot of stuff and therefore real studs can't do a whole lot of stuff and then we just draw all these lines based on those real messed up ideas of what masculinity is right Mm. and so when we when we internalize that stuff then it it gets pushed onto our partner who has to live inside these real rigid boundaries, right? Mm. And so if I'm saying, you know, and then coming back to the question, if I am okay with my partner being female, then am I okay with my partner being female when she's masculine and when she's feeling feminine? Now that means maybe... It might be a dress for your partner and some heels for somebody else. It might be pedicures with pretty polish. You know what I'm saying? For somebody mm-hmm, else, mm-hmm. it might be getting their hair straightened. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I've seen a whole lot of people that have had problems, you know, with they stood with this straight ponytail, right? Like whatever the, that thing is. Oh. What is that attached to? You don't like the Bob either? What you say? <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm being petty like a mother. I'm like, um, you know, it, you know, it ain't my style. So you know. But I'm saying, like, it, it, all of those uh, things stem from our fears a lot of time about what's acceptable 
mm-hmm. sexuality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's real. And she uh-huh. even mentioned that like she felt bad about feeling this way, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. you you feeling this way is based on what then? Because it's not that if you feel bad about it, you got that from somewhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, and that's real. That's real. That's real. That's real. That is, that is real. Um, I think, Shelly, mm-hmm. that <laughs> you basically have a couple of choices. Um, you, mm, which choice should I mention first? Um, well, um, the hardest, but I think. No, 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 let's not do that. Let, 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 me, let, me, let me work out how I phrase this. All right, you have two choices. Um, the quote-unquote grown-ass choice. Well, actually, they both grown choices. Let me be really clear on that. But grown choice number one is to explore. Right now, I'm not sure how old you are. You didn't mention it. But there is always an opportunity, like we're always affected and impacted by our partners and our partners shape us and, you know, in ways that we may not expect. Each partner, I know that each partner I have has added to, in some cases subtracted, but have shaped me Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, into the woman that I am or into the partner that I am rather. And, And I've explored my sexuality with different partners, had different Energy still within the feminine realm, but still different energies, different interests and all of that. And some things that I said never, I I like now. Mm-hmm. Or some things that I wasn't comfortable with at first, I'm cool as fuck with now. You know, so honor that you will also have the capacity to change as far as instead of just focusing on how she should maybe change to make you feel more comfortable, that this may be an opportunity for you to grow. Really, yeah. and in positive ways, and you know, not in a, some sort of traditional way of growth, like something that's very personal, personal growth. You know, tapping into the unknown about yourself, as we all do each day, right? So that's grown option number one. I think grown option number two, and this is a little bit harsher. I'm just going to cut to the chase. If you can't, if you're not willing to do number one, break up, mm. because I, I think you need to give. You need to. I think that's fair. Yeah. It may not feel good to neither one of you initially, but if you can't accept her wholly as she grows and bees and expresses herself how she is, and she's feeling that from you, and you really can't quite get over that hump, you know, like truly, not not intellectually or theoretically, like truly get over it, it's gonna be it's gonna blow up in your face. You know, it's it's gonna lead to more hurt and like deeply hurt feelings. Um and so I think you need to check in with yourself to see if you really are able, wanting, we are wanting to do it and able to do it at this point in your life. And if the answer is no, then have that conversation with her saying just that. It's like, you know, I, I, I don't particularly feel comfortable. I understand that you do. And I want you to feel comfortable with yourself. And you deserve someone that is excited about you, however you express yourself. And I, at this point in my life, I don't feel I can be that for you. And this may be my loss, but I don't want you to lose out in life. You know, so that's a conversation you got to have with yourself too, for the sake of her, quite honestly. (laughs) Because she don't got no problem with it. She just is um, upset because you're upset. And that's not the best foundation um, to grow together with, even though you said she's great in all the other ways. but. 
you know, it's it, don't sleep on that. Don't sleep on it. Don't sit on it. Don't try and squash your own feelings down because you haven't really dealt with them. And, you know, you just you, don't don't do that. So you got to make a deci- decision on grown option number one or grown option number two. Unless Ray got a grown option number well, three. Well, <laughs> okay. So here's the, the other reality. I don't know if it's necessarily an option. Well, I guess it is an option. Um, you can be with somebody who would never wear a dress and will not treat you well. <laughs> you really like you, you stab motherfuckers is a gamble. <laughs> Let me tell you, now no, my wife would absolutely not wear a dress like anywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so mm-hmm. I don't have any problem with masculine women. <laughs> but I'm saying, mm-hmm. like, if you found somebody in your life who is easy, now you use that word and that resonated with me because that's one of my like absolute. Yeah, you know yeah, you're right. Easy is a if big word. Easy is a big word. Yeah, easy with mm. you. Easy, right? <laughs> you get along like y'all click. You understand each other. Like you don't have to like argue over what show you go. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the stuff, the little stuff could be. Like your relationship is easy. You willing to lose that over a dress? Cause there's a lot of complicated motherfuckers out here. Okay, <laughs> it's a lot of difficult. It's a lot of hard. It's a lot of mess. It's a lot of like, ooh, wait. <laughs> and I remember I was in a relationship. I got a reading, um, like a spiritual reading one time, and the lady said, mm-hmm. um, "Your partner is junky, and her ooh. junk, like her messiness." And not like cattiness, but like the junky way that she like lives her life is junking up mm. your life. And I was like, I mm. absolutely understand you. <laughs> and nothing. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like, oh my God, yes, you're right. And so as much as, you know, I appreciated a lot of stuff about that person, our relationship was not easy. Right. <laughs> mm. And if you have found easy baby i don't care if you like tall and she short i don't care if you like thin and she thick <laughs> like you better take you some easy because that's not everywhere because everybody not gonna okay. be easy with you <laughs> more so like when you when you click no that that's ways, real you know i don't know that, that that's but, okay and maybe it's just me i don't know that that's the thing that i would lose easy for no, no, easy is gold. Easy really is gold, but don't nothing ever stay easy. You know, all relationships have challenges and your easiness can be challenged in the future as well. But easy is gold and you really got to stop it. Mm, yeah. I really want to get this up. But another option number four, yeah. grown option number four, easy is gold. But easy can also be a friend. Easy, you know, the way, you know, I'm, I know, I'm, 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 I want to really honor the importance of sexual attraction. You know what I mean? The shit that gets you off. You know what I mean? The stuff that's like, oh, you know, that, that shakes your bones, that, you know, and if that really for her are studs, you know, it ain't, you know, even though, 
you know, if you ask Red what the percentage of studs that actually are sane and shit, it might be low. <laughs> but I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure there are there are a good number of studs out there, and one may have your name on her. But um, um, literally, because most of the motherfuckers are tatted up, so they're probably a Shelly in their life. <laughs> You're not gonna talk about how many red tattoos are out there. <laughs> you just will not, you know. But I'm a slut. I don't got one tattoo. I am kind of gunning for one time. I'm finally gonna get my, my first tattoo. But all that being said, but I ain't tapping my face up. I ain't getting ridiculous with it. That's that. That's just not me. But um, so okay, damn. So op, so going option number four is like. A breakup don't mean you don't never got to see it. This person is really floating your boat every other way, except maybe a, that uh, sexual attraction when she puts on the heels. You know, that sounds like a friend to me, like a good fucking friend. So I, even when I break up with girlfriends, I do my damnedest to stay their friend. Because whatever the issue was that we broke up, that don't make, that don't got nothing to do with nothing with the friendship because it don't exist no more because we ain't together. So why am I going to lose the whole motherfucker? <laughs> you know what I mean? So if you do choose option, I don't know which one it was, the one where maybe this isn't for you, make sure that it's done in a way that you retain that friendship so you can have this person in your life. You know, um, it doesn't have to be, she doesn't have to like, you know, hit the brakes, you know what I mean? Hit the, hit the curb and everything. It doesn't have to be a, a painful thing in the end, of, at the end of the day. Um, and she said they were new, but I, I guess I guess they were. This is the new uh, well, oh yeah, 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 yeah. They like three months in. Oh, oh, child, yeah, stop right there. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. Um, in the context of three months, uh, it's it's good in the sense that perhaps you can. It's nice and early, so breaking up won't be as hard. I mean, I guess theoretically, it depends on who you are as people, you know, because people have been together for one month and had the mad drama and breaking up. So, but three months is not the time which we commit to people. Yeah. (laughs) Say again. Yeah. That's probation. That's, oh God. Oh no. What's that? What's that? I got to look it up now. There is an endorphin that literally we, that, you know, we exude, we meet somebody that we, that we really like. And it makes us feel in love, and that's the honeymoon period. Every you see in the world with you know rose-colored glasses, the bitch can't do no wrong except wear heels. You know, (laughs) you know what I mean. And and that's not the best place to make a decision, or to or rather to 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 judge someone. You guys probably haven't hit any real rocks yet. You guys haven't maybe even um, created enough memories together to really build because really memories is the foundation of a relationship. That's why you always have to keep doing new shit and not just, you know, get all complacent and be let two lesbians on the couch watching Netflix six months in. You know what I'm saying? You got to travel. You got to do shit. Do new shit. You know? One thing that I do want to honor though, um, mm -hmm. just going back and thinking about the letter, she was saying that it was the turn off immediately. Like she was on the on the line, mm-hmm. just like, mm, yes, boo, yes, yeah. Ooh, oh nope, I'm not even gonna like your post because of that. And yeah, although like I phrase it the way I did, if that's the thing that turns you absolutely off, then honor it. You know what I'm saying? Honor it. Yeah, cause that was a knee jerk reaction, boy. She's like, Ooh, nope. <laughs> and and, and I've, I've done that too. 
Like when I've been on Tinder of all apps, <laughs> you know, and you know, you that first picture, I'm like, oh, word. Second picture, word. Oh, what, what the fuck? Yeah. Who, who? What happened? What happened? I'm like, oh man, you know, and and you could call that shallow, but I fucking like what the fuck I like, and I'm not going to settle. Settling is relative, you know what I'm saying? If, if, if I, the, you know, they gotta be. I'm sorry, if that fire is not there sexually, you know, and she really hasn't gone into, you know, their sex life or anything, and if they're compatible, because if there's chemistry sexually, you know, as opposed to, you know, because gender expression and and your actual chemistry, you know, you know, in the sheets can be two different things. You know what I mean? But, um, but, bus it, bus it. Okay, so her initial reaction was, oops, I think not. But then they met later, and actually being, because of course that's the difference between seeing someone on Tinder and actually seeing someone in person. And it's, you know, that's when you can, you know, you can, they can rub you the right way that a picture can't. Um, and so if that, if you were willing, knowing this was the same woman and you knew going into it, you made a decision, you know that sometimes she's going to femme it up then, but being in her presence made you open to it. Then back to my grown option, number one maybe you're open to more than you think mm. the more time you yeah. spend with her. Um, but again, you can do this, but if you're doing this conscious, like, let me see if I'm open to her, still have that conversation with her. So y'all doing it together. Don't just experiment on the bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then oh, fuck it. I don't like it. I'm going to break up with her. At least let her know. Like, this is what I'm struggling with. Um, but I think there. I think that we're both young. We've only been together for three months, and there's an opportunity to grow. Can we? Can we see if that space is there for me to grow, for us to grow together? I don't want to assume anything because I do love you for this. Or I won't say love, but I do appreciate you for this. You know, but you know, this you're great. All of this. So I want to say that I the space where I need to grow, and maybe we can do that together. So I'm letting you know that. But just don't do it alone. Like you know, let me figure it out. <laughs> And you don't figure it out. And she want to get hurt anyway, <laughs> you know. So yeah. So you got with that? That's just like six <laughs> options you gave. Me. We don't have the time. We just six options. One point four five. You know, like need to recap. You know, just just be clear. You can say, mm-hmm. "I absolutely cannot rock with that," and that's fine. Like you have the the right to have the preferences that you have, yes. but also keep Word. in mind that if you got something good and it feels good and it's healthy like, and all those things that you really need to decide if this is worth losing that over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's all of the options down the <laughs> Sorry. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now I'm just going back to the three months because I'm like, I get the whole thing like she's great in all these ways, but three months. Um, it's always off balance in that in that honeymoon period. They always are better than I've you know. Seen people get like lose the mask in the first thirty days. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, we be engaged by three months, so. <laughs> 
that's true. You know what? And, and actually, that's true. And I, I do know a couple of lesbians that got engaged fairly quickly, and they are still together. I know a lot more than are. But I, there are a couple, you know, there, you can roll the dice and you can roll a seven every now and then. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So, all right. So, you know, you, you know, we don't got to rewind. You can rewind the damn podcast and see all the options. I can't remember all of them at this point. But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna bounce off with uh thank you Shelly thank you Shelly for hollering at us and you know um if any y'all have uh, um similar or other issues with your love life your 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 professional life this life in general um you know please and you want some advice you want to get some clarity on some things um perhaps we can help and you can just email us at yagayatis at gmail dot com yeah. now. Now, we want to take this whole idea of versatility and kind of broaden it um, and talk about how this is dealt with, or at least what I've witnessed it dealt with, how it's spoken about in our community. And um, and is this something that we need to address? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, and, and, and not for nothing, Red, I, I know that we're going to be speaking kind of more so for my generation. So, so I've seen less of say two masculine women together um or two feminine women together i mean you see them on tv all the time but you know that just always i'm like what y'all doing whatever but still (laughs) you know that's just that's just for the male gaze but as far as real life you know there obviously are couples out there that you know their gender expression is the same or damn similar um and i think you know i've definitely been in groups of folks that have witnessed these Mm -hmm. couples and talk mad shit and I, at times, have talked my shit. I used to joke and say I'm homophobic. <laughs> you know, yes, I, have um, like, I know that's, that's you know, <laughs> that's way gay tonight. You more gay than me, boy. You know, um, and then if people say, you know, at the end of the day, and we take the clothes off, it's all the same thing, and that's true, but. Energy, but sex is not so much about body parts, it's about energy. That's what we're in the bed. I mean, okay, to a degree of body parts, but it's about the energy, having that that sexual compatibility to make you want more, right? Um, but for the most part, my relationship with it, you know, has been a bit homophobic. I'll just, I'll just call myself out there right now. And, and intellectually, I can say that's fucked up. And I know that, you know, there are couples who have similar gender expression that are doing well and they happy. So who the fuck am I? You know, who the fuck are we? Because I know I ain't the only one. But it's like, okay, just generation, generationally speaking, um, and I, I, what I'm also finding in the younger generation is that that is mm. less so, you know, that is less so. I've, I've definitely seen a lot more similarly gender, gendered couples, yeah, gender expression, you know, um, in, in a younger generation, I'm talking about like 35 and down, right? Um, I would even say 20 down, 20s and down, like early 30s and down, right? Um, and 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 not for nothing, I'm like, okay, y'all. And and not just together, but like, you know, mm-hmm. unapologetically together, you know, um, almost activist-wise. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck y'all, you know what I mean? And and it's like, I, you can't do nothing but respect that, 
you know, because um, it ain't your relationship and, and because it's not your relationship, it's none of your damn business, you know, um, and, you know, you can't hate happy, right? If they happy, why are you going to hate on it? And like you said earlier, Red, if I'm discomforted about something, what is that? A, what does that say about me? Like, what have I experienced that kind of mm-hmm. defined that for me? Laid well, that line. Okay, in the so I'm thinking about you know? my... When I was living in Chicago, like everything was very, very um, cut and dry. Like everything was very heteronormative. Mm-hmm. Like all the, re- the all of the relationships in my circle have had a feminist stud. Like, <laughs> and that's just you know what I came mm-hmm, into and mm-hmm. what I understood our relationships to be, like lesbian relationships to be. Um, then I started traveling, right, <laughs> and. <laughs> I understood that, you know, there were a multiple, like, I don't know what the goddamn, an infinite amount of uh, options as far as what your relationship coupling could be like, right? Um, I also um, Mm -hmm. understood, as you kind of alluded to earlier, there could be a lot of relationships and a lot of my earlier relationships where I looked feminine. My partner looked masculine, but I'm the man. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> <In this> yes. <laughs> and like one of my up up until my relationship with my wife, like one of my longest girlfriends, um, she did all the cooking, she took care of the kids, like <laughs> I was out running the streets, like being red summer, <laughs> like I'm in the clubs, like I'm blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and she is home in her ball cap and her, you know, her saggy, you know, shorts, making sure the kids' homework was done. <laughs> and mm. that was what worked for us. Like that is who we were, like intrinsically. And so... It was just cool that, you know, she was able to have the experience that she wanted. You know, I was able to do the things that I wanted. Like it was, it worked, you know, for that time. Um, but a lot of people would, according to the, the the standard, would not have been okay with that. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. <What? laughs> um, and once I moved to Atlanta, that was the first time that I really saw up front one like um stud and stud relationships um and like heard the term mm-hmm. as for s right <laughs> um like met couples and just it became more normal to me um and it was kind of like me having to mm-hmm. check myself for all this stuff and that's why I said it earlier like where did I get that from like I got that that was not okay from mm. all of the people that I knew who said like a real stud would never blah 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 and you know all of those kind of things. And so once I met the couple and I saw that they that's who they were and who they loved and how they loved, like who am I to say anything about that? And I also have a mm. friend now, mm-hmm. very very close to us as a couple, my wife and I who is known all over the interwebs for only dating <laughs> studs, like only. Mm-hmm. And like, it became a big issue, like wow. initially. And that's like, you know, her claim to fame, like you were saying politically, like, no, I have a right to like who I want to like. 
And so if a film kind of comes That's around real. and catch, catches her interest, it's almost like she's cheating on, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the politics of what wow. she has stood for, you know? So she kind of has to be like, I mean, yeah, like I can identify, you know, when a film is beautiful, but I'm still like, I'm still me. <laughs> I still like studs. You know? And it's almost like, kind of like you would, would say earlier, like I can identify when a stud is, is, is nice looking, but I ain't gay. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man, like, I ain't saying like that. Kind of <laughs> when she finds a femme attractive. Yeah, yeah. Like, I see her kind of having to wrestle mm. with or, like, maybe defend a little, like, you know, that position. And so it's just so interesting to me. And I mm. think, like, once, you know, where we are in our lives and probably a lot more just accepting of, go ahead, baby, just, you know, just do you. <laughs> oh, word. Right? At this point, it's like, whatever. All right, you know, I'm, 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 you know, when you're saying some stuff, and it's making me think about not just, not just honoring like you know other couples and or other configurations, but you know when you were saying about you know your ex that she did quote unquote more womanly stuff, and you did kind of mm-hmm. more of the manly stuff, whatever the fuck, right? <laughs> You know, it's even corny. I know it's corny even trying to say all that. But, you know, um, but I think in sometimes in, in Butch Femme, rela- or at least apparently Butch Femme relationships, there is a lot happening behind the scenes um, that I think because some, some, some studs feel like they have to fit whatever mold, they don't allow them, they don't maybe can't receive all that a particular kind of femme, mm-hmm. you know, can give them, you know what I mean? Like it's, you know, Oh, rather, or rather, um, the stud is not honoring the versatility in themselves within the, within their butch to femme relationship. I'm saying, you know what I mean? Because they feel they have to lock into some sort of mode of acting and being. And maybe this feminine woman is bringing things out of you that makes you more femme, mm-hmm. at least in certain contexts, you know, but you're holding that back because we're trying to fit into this mode where say someone who um, is in the same kind of gendered relationship, you know, they may have a, a, a certain kind of freedom that the typical kind of heterosexist-ish relationships or, mm-hmm. or, you know, type, you know, may not have, depending on the couple, obviously, you know, because, okay, so you got two studs together. Okay, I'm just going to be really, um, I see I'm just going to cut to the chase, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. Sexuality is a wonderful thing. I define sexuality in how, I define sexuality through body language and part in the way our body speaks is when we're in the bed, right? And I think one of the perks or freedoms or whatevers (laughs) of two, let's say two studs is 
maybe maybe you want to get pounded the fuck out and you ain't found a stem of stem you ain't find a stem (laughs) that's either willing to do willing willing to do it or actually able to do that and i think a lot of studs um hold back whatever that that part of them those god i hate i hate the, the english language um I'm just going to say the, there's womanly parts of them that want to receive as opposed to give. And they don't get to really explore that because the woman that they're with, that they're attracted to, at least aesthetically, she ain't coming with it in that way. And maybe you're afraid to ask or, um, or you just kind of let it go or you don't know how to approach it or, you know, whereas two studs, is that really even a question? You know what I mean? Cause they don't, they don't have to deal with all of that. It's like, if you know, you, if you like to bottom out, then I got you right. shit. I'm next or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and that I can totally um, respect. And of course I'm, I'm saying to say this, that of course there are, are femme stud relationships where they, they, you have that same freedom. That's called a grown ass <laughs> relationship. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's I'm, funny because you reminded me I had a, uh, um, but yeah. a neighbor. <laughs> so she was for the longest time for years was like stone cold butch right <laughs> I mean like absolutely mm-hmm. 100% and then one day she just wasn't like <laughs> she just wasn't she had the tight jeans she had Word. the lipstick the hair was all done and I'm like yeah what's good like and she was like <laughs> And she like for real, girl. <laughs> like I'm, I just need an orgasm. Like I'm tired of these pillow princesses. <laughs> like I'm tired of playing. <laughs> like I gotta be a femme for a while just so I can get it in. <laughs> and that, like, I had to laugh because, like, I understand. Power <laughs> to the people. You know, it's a shame that you know maybe you couldn't have. Um, maybe express that in a way to get what you needed. But if you've been trying it and it ain't working in, you got to try something else, right? <laughs> and so it's just, it's really Word. funny because that comes back to what we talked about in the beginning. Those those lines, like a film can only do this and a stud can only do this. And if you want other than that, then something is wrong with you, Right. If you're a femme and you really yeah, want yeah. to strap up and like blah, like then something is wrong with your femininity. If you were stud and you really want mm. her to do that to you, then something is wrong with your studiness, right? And because we're yeah, bound yeah, by exactly. so many of these, I can't even say unspoken things, like so much of this crap that people are telling us, and we believe it because we trust the people saying it to us then our lives are being built around and, and, and like the foundation of the relationships that we're having is being built on these lies. It's really a lie. Like it is absolutely nothing wrong with you. Mm-hmm. It's an illusion, delusion. Nothing. Ain't like got how, shit you to do with shit. how you come. Like what? <laughs> Literally. Literally. <laughs> and so because, we carry so much of that crap. Like it's it's affecting who and how we can can love and be loved. Mm. And and again, back to the 
back to the the growth, growing, grown. You know, it's the reason why grow mm-hmm. is in the grown. <laughs> <laughs> because, <laughs> you know, in this past tense, that means you are already open um, to growth. And it's it's to grow is to honor yourself and allow yourself to be honored, you know, and, and, and it just creates a lot more space in your world. You know, it's, it's not always easy, but if it's, if the thought is there, acknowledge it at the very least, acknowledge it and then start to slowly explore what these feelings or these urges or Mm -hmm. preferences, shit, you know, if you're not, if you're not getting off in your relationship, we're just trying to say that if you, if you have been hating on same gendered couples, you need to just kill that shit. Because rather, you know, have, you know, look at yourself. Um, if you're happy in a relationship, great. Then you shouldn't actually have an issue with anyone else. If you are happy in your relationship, I know that's when I have less issue yeah. with other people is when I'm happy. <laughs> but, but maybe there's ways that you're not being fulfilled and maybe you don't know how to articulate that or talk to your partner about that or talk to yourself about that. But don't put that on other people because yeah. they look like they're happy. And then what's your <laughs> you know? behind it? Um, right. So, like, if mm, you have a problem with it, mm, what is that, what fear is that based on? Because that's really where it's coming from. Mm, you know, either you, you think, yeah, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I don't even know. There's so many things that you could, mm-hmm. could, could, places you could be coming from with that. But it's not other people's stuff to carry. Like, you having that problem with, you know, two masculine women or two feminine women together or, you know, gender roles not being followed or whatever those things are, that's your problem. <laughs> and and when you doing that growing that Hanif is talking about, like you got to start unpacking where did you get it from? A lot of the things that we believe wholeheartedly, where did you get it from? And why did you pick it up? Exactly. <laughs> why did you pick it up? Why did you internalize that as a part of your core belief system? And if it's not serving you and not, you know, if it's causing you to be judgmental and separatist and all of that kind of stuff, then to what, what end? Yeah. And, you know, and, and I'm sure there are a lot of uh, queer uh, people, certainly, uh, particularly progressive queer folks mm-hmm. that they get everything the fuck we saying right here. You know, they are about, um, I'm attracted to who I'm attracted to. I'm not getting caught up in the, the um, you know, the, the gift wrapping paper that they're wrapped in. You know what I mean? Like um, they, I think that younger people are a lot more open, which is a great thing because you're setting the tone for the generation to follow. Um, Cause ideally you would think that, you know, we as queer people should be leading the way. Yeah. Even for straight folks on you are attracted to who you're attracted to. And if you if you let how someone is dressing or okay, let me let me let me backtrack because there you know, it's not as simple. It's not cut and cut and dry, but um <laughs> what a wonderful world it would be if <laughs> we could all walk down the street. Don't none of us got no motherfucking labels. You put on what the fuck you want to put on that makes you feel good and makes you feel sexy. And that sexiness that is exuding off of you attracts whomever. And I'm saying whomever. 
and that there's no, there's no voice in our head that says, no, I can't see you because you have a certain gender expression. Or no, I can't see you because you're a different sex. Or no, I can't. You know what I mean? So that's the ideal imaginative world that maybe we all would love to strive for, I guess. But we are living in the world that we're living in now. No. So... <laughs> Um, the best you can do is, 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 is talk to yourself, um, yourself and no one else. No, you know, and, and don't be, and don't, and don't, so don't I put your shit on I want to add something to this. It was, it was a video that I just saw a clip of. I can't even remember who the random person is. I'm assuming it's a rapper. <laughs> Some guy. <laughs> <laughs> you saw this? Oh my God. I know what you're going to say, but go on, go on, go on. Oh, okay. I know. I, I posted that shit. I know exactly who you're talking about. I see who it was. <laughs> but. The guy, there was a guy who was being interviewed and he was saying how he really was um, attracted to like young and men and um, women like that, right? And his reasoning was sound. He was just like, it's certain stuff that you don't have to worry about. Like she like what you like. Y'all, y'all get along. You got a lot in common. Like I don't have to worry about if the car break down and she going to sit in there watching. Like, no, she going to get out and jack the thing up. We going to keep on rolling, right? (laughs) (laughs) He actually was sounding, aside, aside from looking as scary as fuck. He actually, like, I would leave my kids alone with that motherfucker, but, but, but yeah. he had a sound argument. He actually mm-hmm. was somewhat progressive with it and progressive said that he was able to be in an interview as a quote unquote straight mm-hmm. male MC and not give right. a fuck and say it matter of factly, mm-hmm. like, and what you going to do about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, what I was hearing too, because the way he was talking about young MC, that's like, Oh, you one of them niggas that like to get mm. fucked by dykes. And it's like, <laughs> great. Good for you. <laughs> he maybe can't say it just like that, but that's essentially what that, mm-hmm. what that that dude was saying, son. He wasn't just saying, I would like young and maybe because we can like, you know, yeah. play poker together and shit. And, you know, and when we got to take a hold of she's a woman and shit. It's like, nah, I think he fully re- recognizes mm-hmm. her energy all the way. And there's something about it that turns him on. And I just thought that was the most, interesting interview only because he yeah. did it with a dead ass, dead ass about it he wasn't playing no game i forgot his name but my homeboy said okay. he's like a, a big battle mc okay. like you know he'd be fucking niggas up but i right. forgot his name i gotta look and for so it I, you know that really put in place for me like yeah the younger generation like they're really letting go of a lot of the stuff that um people held on to mm-hmm. um so much both i have you know three foster children Two of my foster girl, uh, foster daughters are masculine identified. Of the three, the two who are masculine identified are both mothers, right? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> right, <laughs> and you they didn't spend no money to get pregnant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 right, right. They got the free version. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> Right. So one, uh, one of them, when I got her at 16, she already had a baby, but the other one, she had gone away to college. And I think really, and this is just my, my observation, right? She had been through so many relationships with women who had children. And when the relationship ended, she lost Mm. the baby too. 
right? And so she was just like, oh, I'm not doing yeah, this again. Yeah, like, I'm having my own mm-hmm. baby. Like, you know what I'm saying? We're going to go ahead and do this thing, you know, and go ahead and ride it out. And of course, like my position at the time being mom, like I have gotten her through high school. I've sent her off to college. What are you talking about? You're going to have a baby like, and you, I'm going to plan to have a baby. Like I want to have a baby. I'm going to make sure that I figure out like who and what and how and like all of the things in order to have a baby. I was not in support of that as a as mom, like I want you to, you know, do things a particular way, how mothers act. Um, mm-hmm. But one of the most interesting things for me was watching her go through her pregnancy mm, in her it. ball cap and her big jeans and her polo shirt. And that mom fear of how many people were angry at her for having the mm-hmm. nerve to be pregnant. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Gay folks Gay in particular. Folks mostly. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. other people just like, eh, well, mm-hmm. <laughs> she's still a woman. Right. <laughs> But gay people mostly, and so when mm-hmm, you said that mm-hmm. earlier about like you know being a lesbian but being homophobic, you know what I'm saying? even you know as a joke, like a lot of people mm-hmm. carry a lot of those beliefs, and people were like dead ass, like yeah, yeah. mad at her. <laughs> and here, and here's the thing: it's like as if studs can't be maternal. As if stuff, you know, because I thought what you was actually going to say um, was that, you know, because when you become a mother, I don't care what your gender expression is, you're a mom, you have something growing inside of you. So there's also this connectedness Mm -hmm. that you have with literally your body. You know what I mean? That maybe you would take for granted if you're not, if you're not pregnant, (laughs) you know? Um, And I know when I've observed friends who, you know, go through pregnancy, you know, they change, they change not just physically, but they change mentally. Not like you're going to change your, your, your gender expression or your sexuality, but there are other things that come that, that, that happen to help facilitate this pregnancy, which is beautiful stuff. You know, it's like, I actually had a friend, um, who, uh, uh, she was, uh, uh, um, a teacher all her life, principal, like loves kids. Like she is the best, best person with kids. And she wanted a child and she was a stud, a very handsome stud, you know, never dated another stud. Like there's yeah. no very clear, <laughs> but she wanted a child. Badly, even to the extent where, you know, she, she tried the, the dissemination shit, um, didn't work. She tried the, uh, um, the, um, uh, um, actually being with a good friend, you know, but yeah, I think her body was like, I can't receive it. <laughs> but, but the point is that her want, the bottom line is that her want, that maternal instinct, that maternal need to have a child was still there. You know, and why should she be denied? And she was very ready, like more than ready to carry this child being a very beautiful masculine with a capital M woman, you know? And I was like, I had, when she was going through this this time in her life, I was like, you are the shit. Cause you're not playing no motherfucking games. It's like, I, I identify as a woman. I'm a masculine woman, but as a woman, I want me as a woman, I want kids, you know? So how the fuck I'm going to make that shit happen? 
Right. My gender expression don't got shit to do with nothing. To, to bear children. <laughs> And the more masculine one is. Like, I've it's, seen couples that like, get a lot of mm-hmm, like shit for mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, and that's the shit I don't understand, you know? It's like, I mean, I can get why you're upset. I just don't agree. Because when when a, when a couple decides to have a baby, um, that you got to knock the whole heterosexual shit out the motherfucking window because now you got two women who are planning to have a baby. Who has a baby? Who the fuck cares? Mm-hmm. As long as the, the 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 mechanics are working, whichever makes sense. So they as a couple, they're making the decision. Okay, well, like you said, maybe one can have children, or one is not a position to have a child at the moment. So they have to figure out as a couple who is the best person to have the, to carry this child. And that's they motherfucking mm-hmm. business. That ain't your business. Then that, that's not your right to, to, to react to that any which way or whatever. You're like, you know those models memes they have about um uh like it's, it's like there'll be a picture of like a of a pregnant uh stud and like mm-hmm. said she was a uh, dick sneaking yeah. or sneaking dick or some of I forgot what the expression is, you know, and I'm like, yeah, um she <laughs> Yeah. yeah, or or maybe she likes some dick every now. Maybe she won't get proud of the motherfucker. Oh, y'all bitches ain't, ain't coming with it. Practice, bitch. I mean, you know what I mean. And now, and, and we're going. I know we we, we kind of go. I don't want to go too far over an hour, but just enough for the studs. Just to just put the energy on the on the femmes a little bit. Again, honoring your 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 gender expression and how what makes you get off in bed, and you know how you like to give to your partner, even if giving is more so receiving. Um, if you are having issues with strapping up, say, you know, assuming you have a stud that maybe has, you know, suggested that maybe you can't reciprocate, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and you felt a way about that, then you got to rein it in and you got to ask yourself, why is that? So you're attaching it to your identity, your sense of femininity. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. femininity is a broad spectrum, honey. Okay, and you can walk miles in femininity. All right. And why are you just slicing out this little sliver of what a femme um, can or cannot or feel comfortable doing? So if you feel on if you have a stud that would like you to reciprocate in a particular way and you feel uncomfortable, then you as a couple or you as a person and you as a couple, y'all as a couple need to work that out. That's how you grow. You know what I'm saying? You know, try little things. Take baby steps. You know what I'm saying? I'm fighting for the studs. I didn't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm going to take a little baby steps. <laughs> I'm fighting for y'all. Power fist in the... <laughs> you know, take baby steps. You know, it can just be, you know, touching in a way that's different to you or, you know, whatever. Because you're a couple, you're supposed to be growing together, right? So take those steps to grow together and don't get stuck in the rut, especially if your partner is asking for something that is not um, a bad thing. <laughs> you know, like it's not something so off the hook. You're like, oh, wait a fuck up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but it, if, if, if you're exploring each other sexually, then you have to be open to grow, to hopefully please your partner. And when I say please your partner, and what I mean growth and pleasing, I mean not just willing to put on the strap, but learning some moves, getting in the groove, and in particular, and I'm a go fucking there. And this is for my this is for my studs, because I ain't ashamed of my shit. I know my shit. Okay. It's not just willing to put it on, it's not just putting it in. It's about you wanting to put it in. And it's that energy 
that some studs want. So it's not about, oh, you're willing to do it. Oh, thanks. Thank you. I'm glad you're willing to go out of your way and help me. Thank you. Thank you. No, you're wanting me in a particular way is what's sexy. And if you can't do that, then learn if you want to keep (laughs) Then learn, you know, it's just changed. I've, I've changed, I've changed, I've expanded, contracted. I've, my sexuality has been like a, 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 a fucking accordion throughout my life. You know what I mean? And it's all about, you know, trying new things, saying, oh, that's cool. Mm, I don't know about that. But yo, you know what? Okay. I tried. I thought I wouldn't like it, but now I'm like, okay, okay. Now let me, let me, let me develop a relationship with this so that I can truly please my partner who likes this particular thing. Because again, willing to do something and enjoying doing that are two different things. And, and trust me, your you partner only wants get to there lie. when you stop letting society in your bed. Like if you are if you are there mm. worried about what a stud is supposed to be doing and a femme is supposed to be doing, and you worried about the wrong things. You're supposed to be worried about what what this person that you with is gonna enjoy and vice versa. <laughs> so if society is not coming in there to, to check on everything and make sure it's right, then don't worry about them. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I got to use that again. Don't let society in your bed. That's, that's too many motherfuckers in the bed. Even the California team can't Even that California team. Right. Too many niggas up in your yeah. shit. So. I'm you know. just glad that we could, you know, get to a lot right. of this, that we had some time to spend with Shelly and, and her uh, questions today. I hope we were able to, to give you some of those good options that you needed. So if you have any love, life, career, you name it, questions, holla at us at your gay aunties at gmail.com. And then we got you. And with that being said, I am Hanifa Walida. Fred Summer. We are your gay. Oh.